This episode of A Hit to the Head is brought to you by Better Fantasy. We will be hearing from them at the halfway mark of today's episode. Stay tuned for a special offer for them. But for now, let's roll the intro. Back to Hit to the Head. This is episode 30 here on the show, and today we're bringing you a special because it is playoffs for the NFL this weekend. Wild card weekend, baby. Let's get it. We got a ton of matchups to get to today, and I'm bringing in some friends who are going to help me out. Bringing in Chris, and bringing in my friend Anthony to discuss all the matchups and who's going to be the team to come out on top. I know you're all excited, and we are too, so let's not waste any more time, and let's just jump right into the discussion. Alright, Anthony, Chris, let's talk about the NFC wildcard matchups. Let's start it all off with Eagles-Buccaneers. Chris, why don't you lead us off? Why don't I, huh? Yeah. Alright, so, Eagles in Tampa Bay. Listen, personally, I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. He is the guy they should be rolling with for the future. And we're going to see what he's really made of come Sunday. Eagles have the best rushing defense, or I'm sorry, best rushing offense against arguably the best rushing defense um, in the Bucs. And I know the Bucs have shown signs of weakness uh, this season, and they've been in the news for all the wrong reasons because of AB. I really can't see them getting upset here, though. Um, Like I said, I like what the Eagles have going on, but I don't think this is their year to, you know, get back to the Super Bowl. Uh, I can't see Tom Brady losing in the first round here. Anthony? All right, well, the Buccaneers are finally getting healthy. I really think their defense is starting to come along. Shaq Barrett, JPP, Levante David, all coming off IR. I think the Buccaneers' defense is starting to come together at the right time. Playoff Lenny's going to be coming back. They're really going to be able to get after Jalen Hurts, I think. I like Jalen Hurts, but I don't think there's any upset brewing here. I don't think the Eagles have any shot. The spread on this game is 8.5 points. Tampa's mm. favored. Obviously. I think they're going to lose by probably 14, 17 points. Jesus. I don't think the Eagles have a shot here. Jesus. I mean, you make a fair point how, like, the defense is really coming together. And, like, since the rushing offense is the only thing that Philly's got, it, it doesn't really bode well for them because Tampa's got that lights-out defense. I completely disagree about Jalen Hurts. I do not feel him whatsoever. I really I think he's brutal. He he just gives me no confidence in his abilities to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. At least thus far. Like I I don't see the arm talent. He's athletic for sure, but like you have to be more than you know, athletic to be quarterback in the NFL. Know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. I just really like the pieces they have around him. I'm a big fan of Devontae Smith as well. And like you said, like we were just talking about, their rushing offense is phenomenal. Yeah. And I feel like just moving forward, they can be a top five offense in the league. They've got other things to figure out, which is why I don't think this year is their year. But I don't know. I'm, I'm a big fan of Jalen Hurts. I'm excited to see what he does in the future. Okay. I do have one more thing I have to say. Sure. I mentioned Shaq Barrett, JPB, Avante David. They're all coming back, but that doesn't mean they're necessarily going to be themselves because we, 
we remember them for what they did last year in the playoffs. Right. They're great players, obviously. Right. But they're not going to be 100%. It's not like Shaq Bear and JPP are going to be screaming at Jalen Hurts all game. I don't see that happening. So it's so, a point oh, to bring up. So Their the thing in question. The thing I see with the Bucks is that the defense is getting healthy, but the the way that the Buccaneers have paved their way through the season is through the pass. I mean, they've averaged more than 45 pass attempts throughout the year. Um, 45 pass attempts per game, I should say. And they lost A.B., Chris Godwin's out, Mike Evans is battling a hamstring issue. So I'm not really sure, like, who's really going to step up. Scotty Miller? It, you bring up a, a phenomenal point. Chris Godwin, them losing Chris Godwin was brutal. Terrible brutal. for them. Love it. For their offense, absolutely horrible. Antonio Brown, I mean, he's, you could say so much about him off the field, but on the field, he's, he is a great football player. Yeah. He's a great wide receiver. Future Hall of Famer. Yes. He was on the Steelers. He was on the Bucks. He, he is, he's going to be a great wide receiver everywhere. It's just off the field, the antrics, he's just not a great guy to have for your team culture. And I feel like because of that whole A-B situation, it it kind of disrupts the locker room a little bit. I feel like the focus is off, especially for, you know, Bruce Arians, how he kind of mishandled the whole A-B situation. I feel like it kind of stirs some problems in the locker room. Maybe not significantly, but, you know, for the Eagles or anyone else they go up against, I feel like those teams are a tighter-knit group as opposed to the Bucks who... You know, they, they kind of have some beef amongst each other. They do. And Bruce Arians also said in a press conference, right after they uh, they beat the Panthers, um, that this is a completely different experience for them this year. Because last year, a lot of them didn't have the playoff, the Super Bowl experience right. this year. It's a lot different. Uh, they know what they have to do. They had that impossible schedule of Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes. Right. And they held their own against them. And yeah. I think they know what they have to do going into these playoffs to get back there. So, Anthony, you said Bucks. Chris, you said Bucks. Gonna... Oh, yeah, I've got Bucks. By, I got Bucks by 10. Damn. That's my final pick. I, I want the Eagles to win, but I'm going with the Bucks. Can't bet with your heart. Um, yeah, Bucks. Ah. <sighs> I, I think they could beat him by 10 easily. Walks all around. So the next one we got on the list here is 49ers at the Dallas Cowboys, Sunday, 430. Chris, lead us off. Sure thing. So 49ers in Dallas. My key for the Cowboys going in as the favorites is that I think they need to get Zeke going early in the game, get the running game going, and... I just feel like relying on Dak's arm is just going to give them what they've seen all season, that inconsistent play. He'll come out, and you just don't know whether you're going to see a top-five quarterback or just a really disappointing performance out of Dak. So I think the way to ease some pressure off of him and off the offense entirely is to feed Zeke and get the running game going early. Um, And then on the flip side for the 49ers, um, I think a big X factor for them is whether Elijah Mitchell plays or not. Exciting rookie. Um, and, uh, he's, as of, at the time of this recording, he's still questionable for, uh, Sunday's game at 430, so time will tell with him, but, um, yeah, those are my takeaways for, uh, the game. I like how you were talking about Dak and his inconsistent, like, uh, inconsistent play, 
And it's really shown in the last few weeks towards the end of the season how, you know, he didn't go up against, you know, terrible matchups. There was a game against the Cardinals that, you know, they they easily could have held their own. But Dax kind of dwindled down as the seasons progressed. And, right. you know, it it seems like he's not the guy to, to rely on in the postseason. And, you know, they really have to play through the run. And I feel like that's always been their identity. You know, uh, looking back in history, Dallas has always been a team that runs 30, 40, yeah, right. 50 times a game. You know, they've never right. been a team that passes 50 times. And I feel like they're trying to be something they're not when they have Dak try to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, Anthony, how about you? What do you think? So, we'll get to all the other matchups, but of all the matchups we have, I think this has the biggest upset potential mm. for Cowboys. Mm. If I'm a Cowboys fan, I'm worried about this game. Because mm. for one, Kyle Shanahan, you know he's going to be committed to the run. Yeah. He's going to, if Elijah Mitchell plays, he's going to run Elijah Mitchell a lot. He's going to run Debo Samuel. Yeah. They're, gonna, they're getting Trent Williams back, who might be the best tackle in the NFL. If not, he's right up there. They're going to be committed. And the, the Cowboys, they have a great, uh, pass rush defense but a lot of mm. times these guys like Michael Parsons if you run right at them they're not that great yet at stopping the run right so if I'm the 49ers I'm gonna try to really ground and pound run this ball uh, Jimmy G will have to make passes you know it's gonna Jimmy G's gonna have to make big time passes to beat the Cowboys but I think there's real upset potential here I don't see the 49ers actually pulling it off I think the Cowboys offense is gonna be able to because you gotta, you gotta think the Cowboys, the really, the way they've been able to mitigate their lack of run defense all year is by their high pressure offense. They could put up so many points on you that you can't right. really run the ball. You're gonna run out of time. Right. So if they do that, if Dak plays well, if Zeke gets going, like Chris said, I think the Cowboys are gonna pull off a nail biter, maybe even overtime game here. I feel like the Cowboys uh, play like teams in the AFC, like the Bills or the Chiefs, where they just kind of rely on the offense too much to put up points. Like, realistically, you can't expect to put up 35 to 40 points a game. Like, that's just not realistic. It's not sustainable. Especially um, come playoff. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and in the NFC, like, you face, like, so many, like, rigorous defenses, like the 49ers, who top 10 against the pass and the rush. You had the Buccaneers, you had the Packers, you had the Rams. Like, these are elite defenses that you have to go up against. So you're not going to be lighting up the scoreboard that much. And, you know, for the Cowboys, like, they don't have a defense like that. Like, yeah, they can get at the QB, but, like, the passing defense as far as, like, coverage in the secondary has been really soft. They rank 20th in the league. Um, you know, they're, they're kind of hit or miss. Even with Trevon Diggs, you know, he led the league in interceptions, but, like... He's either gonna pick it off, or he's gonna give up a touchdown. It's a fifty-fifty. Right? Yeah. And that's the thing about their defense, like you <clears> said, it's hit or miss because they're not—they don't have a well-rounded, like well-coached, like solid defensive team. They have right. their playmakers who they're relying on. So exactly. You gotta, if you're the Cowboys, you gotta hope that Trevon Diggs can snag an interception or two, and Micah Parsons could make a couple tackles for right. losses and sacks. And, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, official picks. Anthony? Well, let me just say this. I think that there's... I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I think that Dak Prescott absolutely 
lighting up the Eagles practice squad in the last week of the season, getting five passing touchdowns. I think that might do a little something for his confidence going into this game. For sure. Just even though it was against, again, the Eagles practice squad, basically. I think that momentum might be able to carry into this game. I have the Cowboys winning this game by three points, maybe even in overtime. Mm. Chris? I go Cowboys as well, maybe by a little bit of a wider margin. I think I'm going to roll with the 49ers. And solely because of defense, I was just talking about how the Cowboys, they rely too heavily on the offense. Defense, it's hit or miss. 49ers, you know what you're getting out of that defense. They can hold down the pass, they can hold down the run, and they can get at the quarterback. I feel like just because of that, they're going to beat the Cowboys. Four and a half, I'll take the over. But yeah, I'm rolling with 49ers. For the last NFC wildcard matchup, it is the Arizona Cardinals versus the L.A. Rams. Anthony, why don't you take off here? All right, so to begin with, this is the first NFL Monday night playoff game ever. So I think this is pretty cool. Pretty kind of historical moment. Bingo. Uh, Sadly for the Cardinals, I don't think this is going to go that well for them. Bingo. They don't. They're not going to have D-Hop. No D-Hop is a big, big problem for the Cardinals. Yeah. They're not going to have... They're probably not going to have J.J. Watt. If they do have J.J. Watt, he's not going to be 100%. For sure. Uh, The bad problem for them as well, that they're not going to be able to get after Matt Stafford and force him to make bad plays, which he's very susceptible of doing. Yeah. But obviously Cooper Cup, he's a triple king. He led the league in receptions, yards, touchdowns. First receiver to do that since 2005. I think the Cardinals had high hopes coming into this year. They played amazing the first half of the year. And then it's just all come crashing down. And I think it's they're just going to fall apart in this game. I don't see it going well for them. Chris? Well, I actually disagree for the most part. Oh. Um, first of all, a bit of history. Rams have won nine of their last ten versus the Cardinals, which oh. is just absolute domination. I don't really buy into that and stuff. And they're though. home. So they're home as well, but... I'm going Cardinals. Um, oh. And to put it bluntly, I don't know what to expect out of Matthew Stafford. He's had times this year where he's got the Rams offense looking like a force to be reckoned with, a juggernaut, and then inexplicably <laughs> will force a throw into triple coverage and sure. an uh, interception. And to Odell. That's just, yeah, normally to Odell for some reason. And it's just one thing always leads to another, and it's just he's never able to get the consistency, consistency back in each game. So... I just, I just don't trust Matthew Stafford. I, I really liked him going to the Rams, and I was really rooting for them beginning of the season. I thought they were the team to beat um, after looking really strong the first couple of games. And then just like Anthony mentioned with J.J. Watt for the Cardinals, um, that is huge if they get him back. Obviously won't be 100%, but that's the thing they've been lacking is the QB pressure. So if they can put pressure on Matthew Stafford, force him to make more mistakes than he probably already will, not facing any pressure. Um, I I think the Cardinals come out with this one in a uh, close game. Well, now, I need to say this about Matt Stafford. Like, the Rams' offense, it's not like a pass-heavy offense, and that's kind of what he's had to do without Cam Akers uh, running back for the Rams. But Cam Akers is coming back so they can actually get back to that play-action offense. This isn't a team that can go pass-pass-run. This is a team that goes run, run, play, action, pass. 
Like, the, the turnovers that Matt Stafford is making, like, yeah, they're bad. But if you compare him to the quarterbacks, like, it, in the second half of games, he actually ranks among uh, all the quarterbacks at the top in passer rating. And, like, I, I just like Matt Stafford. Maybe I'm a little biased towards him, but I like to give him the benefit of the doubt. For the Cardinals, though, I hate them. I hate the Cardinals. They've lost four of their last five. I hate the Cardinals. I don't trust Kyler Murray, even though it. I was really wrong about him. I, I gave him a lot of trash because he has small hands, and he still does, but... You know, he, he's shown that he can be a QB in the NFL, even for Overall being five foot nothing. Um, I don't like the Cardinals head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. Hate him. I think he's a terrible coach. Got chased out of college, came to the NFL, and can barely put a team together. Now, I, even if J.J. Watt comes back, like I, I just don't think that's enough. Like This team is beyond off the rails. D-hop's out. It really doesn't matter at this point. I feel like the Rams are just going to smoke them. To recap it all, I, I'm taking Rams, without a doubt. What are I'm you taking picks? Rams. I think they're going to win by 7, maybe 10 points. I don't think it'll be a blowout, but I think I think it's a blowout. Over 10. Over 10 points. Chris? And I'm on the other side of the spectrum. I got nah. Cardinals in a close game. Upset. Nah. Locking in. All this football talk has got me thinking about my fantasy team, the average Joes who are humming after a little bit of slump the past couple weeks. But that reminds me to mention that we are brought to you today by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is the first platform enabling you to sync your existing fantasy leagues and allowing you to bet on the matchups. What? I downloaded the app and I was stunned with how cool and how intuitive this platform is. It's so much fun to play around with. In this first season, the app is totally free to play, meaning no matter where you live, you're going to be able to get in on the action. It's basically like a traditional sports book. Instead of betting on an NFL matchup, you're betting on your fantasy league matchups, which is unreal. I want to put money on the average Joes. We're buzzing. You earn the app's in-game currency by completing challenges and use them to place bets. When you win, you can cash in for awesome prizes and even raise some money for charity. Outstanding. And you know what? Let's make this even better. All of you listeners, that's right, you. You're able to take advantage of a special offer. When you download the app today in the App Store, on Apple, Android, whatever thing you use, you'll receive three times the amount of credits when you create your account. It's as easy as this. Go to the App Store, download Better Fantasy, Create your account, you receive three times the amount of credits you normally would. Again, it's available in the app stores on Apple, Android, or you can just head over to their website, betterfantasy.com, to check them out. That's betterfantasy, B-E-T-T-O-R, fantasy.com. Shout out to me for spelling, and shout out to Average Joe's minus 500 favorites on every single matchup every week ever. Alrighty, let's start talking about the AFC wildcard matchups. We're going to get Chris riled up here. The Pittsburgh Steelers go into Kansas City to face off against the Chiefs Sunday, 8-15. Chris, lead it off. There we go. All right, so Borden, 
Yeah. When you were in the next box party when you heard me begging and pleading for the Ra- yeah. Raiders and Chargers to not end in a tie. And here we are, Steelers, rematch against the Chiefs. Played them a couple uh, weeks ago, probably a month ago at this point. Um, and I'm extremely happy as a Steelers fan to get to see one more game of Big Ben under center. Sure. And upsetting the Chiefs in the first round would be an insanely Uh-oh. awesome way for him to go out. Unfortunately, I can't. I can't see this no game way. having a drastically different outcome than the matchup we had a few weeks back. Steelers are going to struggle to gain momentum on the offensive end, and while I trust our defense, even against the Chiefs' offense, eventually the Chiefs' offense is going to wear down the Steelers' defense and eventually get whatever they please. So yeah, I got Chiefs. Absolutely. Unfortunately, Anthony. Yeah, there's. I don't think there's much to say for this matchup. No. Just, I don't think there's much of anything here. That I just think the Chiefs are going to dominate. They played. And what week was it that they played? Just recently. Uh, fourteen maybe. Okay, week fourteen. We'll Sounds say. about right. The score was ten to thirty-six. It Jesus. Was the only uh, thing that the Steelers can really cling to is that Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill look a little banged up going into the playoffs, but. And that game, Travis Kelsey didn't play. Tyreek had two catches for 19 yards. They didn't really have much of an impact on that game. I, I don't really think there's anything here. I don't think that even Big Ben or any of these players on the Steelers really think that they can win this game. I just think that they're happy to be there. They're happy to get one more game with Big Ben on our center, like Chris said. Yeah. It's going to be a blowout. I, 16, by the way, 36-10. Sorry, Borna, go ahead. Yeah. 16. Um, I, I, don't, I don't even think this is a feel-good story. I feel like Big Ben should have... Should have just gone out, didn't make playoffs this year, because they're going to get smoked. I feel like the Chargers would have been much more fun to watch here, right? Like, see Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes just duel it out. This I game, could not agree more. This game's going to be sad. Like, Big Ben's just going to get sacked by Chris Jones like five times. He's going to get teabagged by him. And then Pat Mahomes, he's just going to throw like four touchdowns. And it's it's going to be a bloodbath. And, like, it would have been much more, I I guess, like, heartfelt if he walked away with a win, didn't make playoffs. You know, that's fine, but at least he went out on a high note. I don't see how he can end on a high note here. Where if you had the Chargers here, that would be a damn good game. Damn good. I'm sorry, Chris, but this game sucks. No, no, need, no need to apologize. I do agree, but the Chargers lost to the Raiders. And they, 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 because of that, they didn't deserve to make the playoffs. Should have took the knee. I, yeah. Should have took the knee. Pittsburgh Steelers somehow pull off this insane upset. And by the way, this would be one of the most insane first round upsets in quite a long time. I'll be so happy. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd be walking into, uh, into the podcast next week, like Skip Bayless after the Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) Just to add, Chris. The, the Chiefs are favored to win by 12 and a half points. Jesus. That's a lot of points. God. God. And, like, <laughs> I'm an agent of chaos, too. Like, I I love upsets. Just because, like, I I love to see people upset about them. But I, yeah. I don't think it can happen here. Obviously, I'm taking Chiefs. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs as well. Same here. All right. Enough said. Patriots at Buffalo Bills. Anthony, you seemed really giddy about this. I am really giddy about this because I think this is such an exhilarating first-round matchup. <laughs> I, I would have expected to see this matchup maybe later on in the playoffs. Yeah. Wild-card matchup, 
Boy, I mean, that this is an amazing game. I, I think this is a really close one. I'm the least confident with this pick than probably any of my other picks. Mm. I mean, this is a close, close game. So to look at the, the two games that they already played, Week 13, this was that extremely heavy win game. Right. Mac Jones threw three times. Beast. Completed two of them for yeah. 19 yards. Shattering obviously, records. Obviously, Josh Allen and this Bills offense, they're not built to run the ball. They're not going to run it to Devin Singletary and Zach Moss the whole game. Josh Allen is going to throw the ball three times. No shot. So I think this game, that game clearly favored the Patriots. Then they played again. The Bills won by... I don't know how much they won by, but they won. A decent Um, amount. We'll throw it up. Yeah, they won by a decent amount in more normal conditions, probably the conditions for this playoff game. Yeah, in the uh, first game, there I, was like 27-mile-per-hour wins, I'm pretty sure, or like 35, yeah, some, was, something stupid. Me and Chris were watching that game. It was just absolutely insane. Yeah. I just think this is a really close game. I don't know for sure who's going to win, and normally when that happens, I like to lean towards the home team or uh, what has most recently happened. So, Or just look at momentum. I think the Patriots' events is legit. I need to see something from Mac Jones in the playoffs. Obviously, he's a rookie, uh, but he's been making some rookie mistakes lately. I don't know. I think the the Patriots are going to drop this one. Well, now, like, I don't think the pressure should be on Mac Jones. I feel like it's more of an opportunity for him to just really build some confidence and see where he's at as far as uh, competition-wise. Because, like, if you start putting expectations on him, then he's going to start to feel pressure, and if he fails, then it's going to ruin his confidence and kind of hinder his development. Or if you just let him buzz, you know, let him do whatever, have a solid game, win or lose, I think they're going to bounce back even better next year. Um, I, I agree. I mean, he, obviously he's a rookie, so the, you yeah. know, any playoff experience is great for him. Exactly. I think he's got a bright, bright future. I just don't expect him to be great in the playoffs right away. No, and, and we shouldn't. We absolutely shouldn't. Because that's just not fair. By the way, guys, it was week 16. Bills won 33 to 21. Watch with Patriots at home. Hmm. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, like you guys were saying, totally agree on the Max Jones take. Um, he's been great all season. Offensive rookie of the year for sure. Um, and how about Damian Harris coming in as New England's yeah. And they haven't had a clear number one running back in decades. Nah. Um, Rex Burkhead. However, my pick is for the Bills to win this game. I think this is a it's going to be a good game. I think this is like overtime material. You guys mentioned, or Anthony did, he mentioned uh, Devin Singletary. He's definitely my X factor for this game. Obviously, they, the uh, Bills don't run it very much, but um, if he can make the most of his carries and uh, really be a playmaker out there, I think that'll be huge for them. I feel like we're giving the Bills too much credit. The Bills willingly make themselves one-dimensional. Like, teams try to bottleneck you in. They try to make you run or pass. Bills do it to themselves. They just force themselves to pass the ball the whole time. And, like, Devin Singletary's a good running back. Like, he's nothing special. Like, he he's nothing crazy, but he can get you three and a half yards. That's all you need. But right. you can't throw the ball 40 to 50 times and expect to come out on top. And when you're facing a defense like the New England Patriots... You can't do that kind of thing. You have to be two-dimensional. If you just put yourself in the bottleneck, you're just asking to get blown up. But, yeah. Uh, enough of that rant. I I like the Patriots in this. I'll say it. I like the Patriots. 
I'm, I'm, I'm going Bills, but uh, I like the Patriots' future. I like Mac Jones' future. Yeah. Um, it should be a really good game, honestly. I just see the defense. Completely. No, I, I was just saying I, I feel like the Patriots defense can hold down the Bills. I I mean, I agree. That Patriots defense is great. I completely agree with Chris, Chris's take. I have the same exact take. I love the I love Mac Jones. I love the Patriots' future, but I don't think they're going to win this game. Yeah. I have the Bills winning by, by three points. I mean, I we can all agree that this is just a confidence booster for the Patriots. Like, any win they get here is, is just, you know, pat on the back. Nothing crazy. No one's expecting them to go all the way. But I, I still like the Patriots in this. Fellas, this is the last matchup for AFC wildcard games. It is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Cincinnati Bengals. Chris, take it away. Once again, I'll start us off with a little bit of history. Uh, Bengals are an abysmal one and eight all time in the wild card round. God. Um, so, God. <laughs> yeah. That, that's kind of rough. But, a little bit. I do think they'll improve to two and eight this Saturday at 4 30. I just don't think the Raiders have the talent level to beat the Bengals. Yeah. I really like what I've seen from Joe Burrow all Beast. season through the ups and downs. Beast. And that is quickly becoming one of my favorite QB wide receiver duos between him and Jamar Chase. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, for this one, I got the Bengals. Mm. Pretty, pretty wide margin, I'd say. Not not, not a close game for me here. I, I, I picked Bengals in a pretty wide margin. I don't know. Anthony, you talk. All right, so this is the hottest take I'm going to have. This oh. entire podcast episode right oh. here, right now. I know so, what I have the Bengals blowing out the Raiders in the wild card matchup. I don't even know if that's a hot take. Yeah, I, that's not where I pictured that going. Thought you were gonna say the Raiders no. are just gonna light up the Bengals. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a I bad think the take. Bengals are gonna light up the Raiders. Maybe it's not a hot take. No, nah, that's be a, a cold game. take. <laughs> Beat the Raiders thirty-two to thirteen, week eleven. I think it's gonna be a game similar to that. The Bengals, they just lose to weird teams. They, they do. They lost to the Bears. They lost to the Jets. It's weird games, but I feel like when they play better opponents, they sort of maybe not even like the best opponents. Like they also lost to I think the Packers. The, Browns, Chargers, yeah. that was all their losses. And like I talked but about they, it like during the season, I just like don't know what to make of them. They lose to bad teams, but they beat good teams, and I just don't really know how I feel about them. Yeah, I, I think they're going to play really well in this game. Oh, yeah. And, and win. Yeah, as you said, Joe Burrow, absolutely buzzing. I don't think there's a hotter quarterback in the NFL than Joe Burrow right now. And that's really saying something because Rodgers might go back-to-back with MVP. Not a big deal. But yeah, obviously Bengals are taking this third. I just don't see any plausible way how the Raiders can come out on top. Because is Darren Waller good to go? I have no info. Right. I also have no info. All right, so he's busted. I like Derek Carr a lot. I, I think he's the most underrated quarterback in the NFL. I mean, he's a gamer. He'll put his entire body on the line in order to win games. I just don't think there's any other players like that on the Raiders. The defense is sus. Offense, you know, Josh Jacobs, he's nothing special. Hunter Renfro's sick, but that's one guy and he's he's one receiver, you know. You could just Darren Waller is gonna play, by the way. He's gonna play. Uh, no in no injury designation for him. Even during the season, like, I only know this because I had him on my fantasy. 
uh, he only had like double digit targets like twice throughout the year. In like 16 games, he only had two games in which he had 10 plus targets. For your best player on the team to not really be that involved, how, how can I have my faith in you? I just. NG, no good. Legit. NG, no good. Shout out to Mr. Rossetti. So you got who? Oh, Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. I too have the Bengals. I, yeah. I think we all. Yeah. For sure. The Bengals are favored to win this game by five and a half points. Thick yeah. over. Double digits. Also taking the over. Triple digit. No. I think the Bengals are going to win this game by 21 points. Oh! Mm-hmm. 21. I told you it's going to be a blowout. Jade? Yeah, but that's a lot. You should have let off with that, dude. <laughs> blowout. I did say blowout. Chris, Anthony, I'd like to thank you both so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me on, my friend. Thank you very Absolutely. much. I hope everybody listening has a great weekend watching football. For sure. Yep. Everybody enjoy the football game. It's a pleasure. Yeah, man. We got to get back together for divisional weekend. And for NBA playoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alrighty, folks. That just about does it for this episode of A Hit to the Head. If you enjoyed the episode... Please be a friend and share it with other friends, families, neighbors, dogs, anyone you see at Walmart, ShopRite, your local gas stations, anyone you meet in public, spread the word, get it out there. If you didn't enjoy the episode, then I'm holding it against you. Be sure to check out our website, ahittothehead.com, where we have a ton of cool sports-related content, including blog articles, YouTube videos, our podcast, and more. Be sure to check us out on Twitter. Give us a follow at a hit to the head, where you can receive notifications on all content published. That's it, guys. Be sure to take care, stay safe, and we'll see you all in the next one.